Tune in to Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Regina Johnson. Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational, motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina is passionate, tenacious, and relentless about helping others fulfill their destiny. Her goal is to bring a refreshing to someone's life. Join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Dial in to share your heart with Regina at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. And remember that Regina says... We all know you really haven't failed until you stop trying. I want to be to people what others have been to me. And so that's, that's really the purpose of Refresh. It's the end of the day for people to feel refreshed. So call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. You'll be blessed by her wisdom, strategies, and encouragement. That's Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Good evening. I'd like to welcome you to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, your host. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to my girl, Princess Cooper, and all of the other hosts of NHISG. Hope you're having a great Sunday today, and hope you had a great weekend. I'm glad uh, that many of you are plugged in on today because today's show is going to be incredible. Um, I have in the studio a incredible up-and-coming actor, and I don't even know if I can say up-and-coming because he's actually been acting for the past 10 years, Jonathan Davis. Um, we're going to hear about living the dream, you know, just getting it, working after it, grinding for it. And uh, I know that um, you guys are going to be blessed, so uh, be sure and uh, text, email, send out a word and tell them to plug in to NHISG because today we are live. So, Jonathan, I want to welcome you into the studio today. Glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, thank you. Well, uh, I'm glad for more than one reason. I'm glad because if you've been following me on Facebook or Instagram, you saw his picture. He's not just some run-of-the-mill guy that I have no idea who he is, but I have known this one before he knew himself. I'm actually his older cousin, but his father says I'm his sister. We'll talk about that another day. And so now I'm Auntie Regina. So this is my not only my... Uh, a, a young actor, he's my nephew, who I'm super proud of, uh, that's joining me here today. So, Jonathan, I want to just kind of jump right in um, on just the topic of living the dream. And I know normally when you hear that, you hear about people who say, living the dream, uh, I came up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, in a big house and the bad cars and all that. But I want to talk about it from the perspective of you have always wanted to be an actor, yeah. And uh, even when you didn't know that's what you really wanted to do, uh, your dad put clarity to it. And he said, uh, when you want to be Peter Pan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So always, always that being an entertainer, you know, that becoming becoming somebody else was yeah. very, you know, who, who doesn't want to be, you know, their heroes that they see on TV. Right. You know, as a kid, we always, you know, dress up like that, you know. But I'm pretty sure really early on, you know, my dad taught me and I realized that, um, you know, it, it was possible through this. You it know, it, it was possible to become that. And um, I'm glad you're saying that because you're 18, and there are people right now talking their kids out of doing the what appears to be the impossible. Yeah. But the impossible is very possible. Oh, yeah. You just have to go after it. You gotta, you gotta know that if if a, if if you see somebody who's doing what you want to do, the blueprint is already there. Right. There's it, there, it's there's already a way to make it happen. Right. You know. Based on your circumstances, the level of, um, you know, hustle and work you need to put into it. You know, me coming up is not the same as somebody who, whose parents are actors, you right. know, coming up. Or right. And me coming up is not the same who's, as somebody who, you know, is living in their car, has no parents, you know, has no support trying to come up. Right. But there are, for who you are, there's always somebody who's doing what you want to do. Right. And there's always a way to go get it, you know. Um, you're absolutely right. But even if there's no blueprint. Mm-hmm. Oh, you be it. Yeah, you be it. You're the yeah. blueprint. 
yeah, yeah, you make a way. You make a way. So you started acting when you were eight years old. Did mm-hmm. you see yourself here? I think I've always seen myself here. I've always seen myself further than this. Further than It was that. never like if, if I could get to this, I'd be happy. I was never satisfied even as like a young eight-year-old. Right. You know, doing, a, doing commercials, I always looked forward. There's more. There's more there. And then when I broke that, I was like, there's more from here. Right. And, you know, and in that, I've kind of, it's made myself progress. Uh-huh. I've, I've kind of willed myself. I've spoken to existence and God's put grace on it to progress myself. To, like, almost everything I do is a step up from what I've done before. Wow. You know, and I'm just so blessed to be able to, you know, say that. I'm glad you said that because you were in Texas this weekend. Yay. We hadn't seen you in a while. So you're here in our hometown, but you were right down the road in Dallas. You were premiering at film festival, a movie that we're hoping to see here pretty soon. What's the name of that movie? Uh, It's called edge of the world. Edge of the world. So give us a little bit about it. I know we don't want to give it up without seeing it, but just just the gist of it. Um, So it is a, it is a faith-based project. Um, it, it just premiered in Orlando at the International Christian Film Festival and was oh. nominated for about four awards. We don't know how many it's won yet. Um, it was nominated for Best Screenplay, Best Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Director. Wow. So um, so I'm really proud of um, Trevor and Richard T. Jones, who was also in the movie. Wow. A few series coming out. And um, Hang on one second. How was it working with Richard T. Jones? Uh, Richard is... Oh, man, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's so laid back, and he's, you know, he's, he's, he was kind of the... In a, in a way that, you know, kind of the dad over the set, you know, Fine. making sure, you know, everybody was where they, you know, where they needed to be comfortable. He did, he seemed very down to earth, loved taking pictures. He even did a little video for my grandma for her birthday. And did he was, really? Yeah, super nice oh, guy. Wow. He's the best. And I, I'm so, I, I, I'm so proud, you know, to see him doing his thing, you know. Right. Just, it lets me know I'm not far behind. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the movie is about, um, I play a character called Jay Tibby and he, um, it's about this this boys ranch, this uh, place in Amarillo. That is a real place. Real place. And yeah. they help fund the movie. It's a ter- terrific place. No, hold up one second. You got to back up on that. Mm-hmm. They helped fund the movie. Yeah, they were they were one of the producers in the movie for sure. Really? Yeah, Charlotte wow. came to them like I want to do this story, and they were like, well, we'll fund it for you. You know. Wow. And they don't like and it. they don't take any government or federal. No. They no. work all they work all yeah. donations the boys and whatever ranch, they make. Yeah. yeah. That's been there for like. Years. Oh, years since like yeah. the early 1900s. Like yeah, great. It's and they they do great work up there with those kids. They have. Right. Um, we went up there and they um they let us kind of live around the kids. Play like we played basketball with them, ate lunch with them. Um, it was it's it's an amazing place to uh to go. And so my character he's sent there, um because he's kind of a troublemaker. His mother's died and his dad's a truck driver, so he spends like no time with him alone. He's right. alone in his house and he just does what he wants to do. Right. So um his dad drops him off there. And um, he, uh, he he at first he acts very rebellious. Mm-hmm. He's very he very much so doesn't want to be involved with anything. Right. You know, tries to act out that kind of attitude. And until he um he escapes, he tries to escape one day and realizes there's nothing. Wow. You might as well just go on back. It's like <laughs> like it's nowhere the, to go. Our, our our cinematographer Gil, there's this amazing sweeping shot of when Jay gets to the top of this hill and all you see is just flat land nothing wow. um, welcome to amarillo right that's how it was when we got there and we're driving up and i'm like right no hills out here huh right. no no yeah so um he meets the track coach who is um mitch davis played by trevor st john from um i want to say days of our lives one of those um one of those uh day you know daytime yeah, yeah. dramas uh-huh. soap operas but um he um he joins his track team he um and he and uh while the other kids you know who I brought there, troubled youth. There's um, Will, whose mother, he's, whose mother is like hard, drug addict, alcoholic. He, right. She can't take so care he's of there him. with a lot of other kids yeah, that were kind of yeah. like him. Right. You right. Know, you know, other troublemakers. Uh-huh. And, you know, Jane Willie are the new kids. Uh-huh. And um, they kind of form a camaraderie with the coach, uh-huh. with each other. Wow. You know, and um, they run cross country together and they, and it's just building, it's just seeing those relationships and those people kind of go through changes. Wow. You know, through um well, I don't want you to tell the ending of it because I no. hear that, man, it's 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 awesome. Oh, like, it's tears very were dropping. Inspiration. I can't wait to be able to uh plug into the link and, and, and watch it. And so when I do, I'm gonna let you guys know how great it is, even though I know that it is. But this is not your first rodeo. 
No. We watched you on television in, um, let's see, don't tell me, don't tell me, Deliverance Creek. Yeah, I shot <laughs> that. Yeah, I, I got that part when I was like 12, 13. I still had a fro. Were you really? Yeah, I still had a fro in that one. <laughs> wow, I just remember watching that. Like you were like a slave, yep. right? Every, yep. Yeah, um, and I was just like, oh my goodness, this is so weird just sitting and watching. You know, how is it with you when you see yourself? No, as a matter of fact, share what you share with me. When you saw you on the film, when you were sitting in the audience on yesterday at the festival. You know, um, when you, most times when I'm watching myself, especially, I can, I know who I am. So mm-hmm. I kind of see, I can kind of like see, because, you know, acting is very much living in a truth, mm-hmm. not living in a lie. And I can see when I'm not living wow. in my truth. Wow. Because, you know, most people think you have to, like, the audience will always know when they're being lied to. Wow. But they will never know when they're being told the truth. I love that. You know? Oh, no, they'll know when they're, they, they know, know when it's the truth, yeah. but they'll never know when they're being, but they'll never know when they're being lied to. Right. So, um, you know, just watching myself on the, um, on the screen, like, some parts I could, I'm like, because <laughs> I was a kid. Right. But, um, and then some parts I'm like, I found myself rooting for myself. And wow. when you, and when you can buy into yourself on wow. screen, you know, you're doing good work. You know, wow. I got a lot of compliments from um, some of the people who saw the film. The head of the, uh, right. the head of the entire international film festival right. came to me and was like, you did great work on that. You know, what? that's amazing that you said that, that part where you said where you, you were sitting back and you saw yourself and you were rooting for yourself. I'm not just your aunt, but I'm your pastor, too. Yeah. And so I think that's I think that's key. I think at some point in time in your life whether it's on film or it's just in real life, you need to be able to step back, mm-hmm. take a good look at you yeah. and be convinced to root for you. Of course. Um, I'm just going to, before I, because we're kind of running uh, low on time for this first segment of, uh, of the show, but um, I want to ask you, what kind of transitions, we can get there and we'll come back, mm-hmm. did you have to make mentally to go all the way in the way you have submerged yourself into your career. Cause it didn't start. The hard part didn't start just when you turned 18. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have to have a makeup, a made up mind. You gave up a lot of stuff to do this. Oh yeah. You know, it's, um, and the misconception is people think that every day I think I make the right decision. And most days, you know, me and my family were like, did we do the right thing? Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to buy into what you're doing every, every second. Right. But when you see stuff like, you know, and I, I, I'll elaborate on it more when we, you know, call, when we come into the next segment. But when you see stuff like yourself on the movie, you yeah. know, when you see stuff like you shooting, when yeah. stuff like that happens, yeah, it kind of, you know, affirms everything's worth it. You know, people yeah. people tell us all the time that we made a great decision, you know, and it's always it's it's very hard to see that all the time. Yeah. Um, I can't go as far in as I would like with just the time that's allowed it. So I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, we're at three minutes, and so we might as well just go ahead and dip out right in here. But we'll be right back. You have been listening to Refresh. I'm Regina Johnson, your host.
evening. I want to welcome you back to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, your host. And we have an incredible guest here in the studio, Jonathan Davis, an up-and-coming, incredible actor. Yeah, I'm saying all of that because I'm your aunt. <laughs> and, uh, and because time has proven to be so, just did a um, red carpet event, the film festival in Dallas, Texas. Flew in from L.A. doing your thing continuously. Um, and uh, we were just seeing some incredible things. Uh, before we went on break, we're sharing that the first time that I saw you um, actually on television was in, um, what was it, Deliverance Creek? Mm-hmm. You were like 10 years old. Is that right, 10 or 12? Uh, 12. Okay, 12 years old. Um, and you started acting when you were um, 8 years old. So mm-hmm. uh, today's show, we're talking about living the dream. And it's not just sitting up somewhere hoping and wishing. There's a lot of grinding that happens to that. Um, before we stepped out, we're, we couldn't really elaborate, but I was asking the question, you know, how how do you just, you know, really just sell out to this thing? You were saying not every day, you mm. know, are we like going, yes, it was the right choice. Yeah. Because you guys literally have moved away mm-hmm. from home. Like yeah. y'all ran away. No. Yeah. After much prayer and hearing from the Lord, y'all moved from Texas to L.A., um, your family is fully submerged in not only just your career, but the career of your siblings, who we got models, dancers, yes. actors. She's singing. She sing, Jay singing. Sing. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, but you made, y'all made that, that commitment. So how, how has that really affected you? You know, it was um, both good and bad. When, we, when I first moved out to Los Angeles, I moved by myself. Mm-hmm. I was um, 17 and my book, like we, we, um, we, we didn't sell our house yet. Um, in fact, we didn't tell our house just recently, but my sisters were still going to school. They needed to finish school. Or no, they might have finished it because it was the middle of June. Mm-hmm. And um, I moved out there and I stayed with a roommate for about until about um, August. And um, I remember um, they came to visit me for a little bit. And they and when they left, I bawled crying for like yeah. an hour. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was, it was very heartbreaking. You know, it's hard to it's hard to leave your parents before you're ready. You know, because I, I, I was still, you know, junior high school. I hadn't done it. I was it was my senior year. Uh, I hadn't taken my senior year, and um, it was really just a faith based like this is it. We're gonna do it, you know. And um, it was like, you know, as I was telling, like every day wasn't always like we made the right choice. You know, some days we were questioning it. You know, some days we were arguing. You know, money money was very and is very tight still. You know, mm-hmm. but. It's so we're so enveloped in you know the goal, and we see it so clearly that you know it's it's it was the obvious choice, and you know the fruits you know fruits are are showing now, um, you know. What would you say to someone that was considering doing what you you did? What 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 would you tell them? I know like your parents might say something different, but what would you say from from just your perspective? Right, being like yeah, you gotta have you gotta have a crazy strong will. This guy, you got to know, you know, don't, don't do anything until you know, once, and you know, once you know that, you know, like you, 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 you've gone over it in your head and you know, do it, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they say, don't talk about it, be about it. Be about it. And, um, you know, I was like, I'm going to be about it. You know, I've seen, you know, and even here, I've seen things that like, that passed me by because I wasn't willing to put a hundred percent into mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't, if you don't fully commit, you won't get the full, you know, the full blessing. Right. You right. have to fully commit into it. And so. I'm glad you said that because uh, just in, in things like that, I've been involved in and I'd see people come to the door, you know, like, I mean, just get right there at the door of it mm-hmm. just kind of springing open, but because they were not fully committed to what it would take in order for them to see the full picture mm-hmm. of what they're believing for. Um, it's so funny because then they walk away and you see people doing the exact same thing yeah. that they were doing. Nobody, nobody knows what and, it actually takes. You know? Yeah. And then they think they do, but they just, don't, they take off. And then this week um, I was, I was uh, in prayer and the Lord began to show me um, how, you really don't know what it's going to look like until you press your way all the way through. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when it's difficult, you know, we stop and we say, you know what, I, I just can't. But in the time that we use quitting, we could be using it to press forward and see right. the full results. 
of what it is that that you're going after. It's easy to quit, you know. Yes, and it's a lot of people doing it. Yeah, it's just about, you know, stopping where you are. And, um, you know, it's just, you got to, like I said, like I never, I never settled, you know. Mm -hmm. I was always hungry. Mm -hmm. And so were my parents. And, you know, we were like, this isn't, this isn't where we want to end up. So it was just, it wasn't a matter of if we were going to keep pressing. It was just going to be, it was a matter of how we keep pressing, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. You know, like so it wouldn't matter whether you were in California or in Texas, you still were gonna keep on. Yeah, yeah. whatever, whatever needs the next step needs to be, that's where we were going. Mm-hmm. And then and the next step just so happened to be he needs to go to California. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I got, you know, I was so blessed to be able to get um, an agent and a manager, and like, you know, crazy fast. But like, yeah, my man, my the original, my original agent had got into some legal stuff, and I had to drop them. Right. And I was thinking to myself, like, am I gonna how am I going to, yeah. I don't know what to do. I have no agent, mm-hmm. you know, what am I going to do? I have, I'm not, I haven't done enough. Mm-hmm. I haven't made that kind of name for myself because this agent had big, big stars like Finn Wolfhart from wow. Stranger Things. Wow. Uh, Cameron Boyce, who was on um, a few Disney shows, like he was on Descendants too, I know. Wow. So we had some big child stars and I wasn't, I wasn't even, you know, cream the crop on his you know, top list. Right. So it was just like, I was you know, how am I going to, what am I going to do? How am I right. going to find a new manager? And um, my agent was like, my manager was just like, I know these people, um, you may not can get with them. They don't take everybody. Right. I just want to get you an interview. That's when you see though, the hand of God. Right. Okay. And she, yeah, she signed me on the spot. She no called way. my manager that same day was like, we love him. We want to sign him right now. And I was like. Was that an audition? Oh, I went and talked to him. You just talked to him. I talked to him. I was like, hey, I'm Jonathan. I told him what I did. Right. You know, what I was about. And um, they were like, and they, I, it was so, I did, I came out of the interview like, I have no idea how that went. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. they didn't give me any right. kind of feedback. Right. You know, and then I walked out and she was just like, we want to sign, we love him. We want to sign him on the spot. Wow. You know, it's just that kind of, you know, if you have that kind of faith, that if you have that kind of like right. confidence in yourself, you know, it'll, it'll show and people will see it. I think, um. Uh, I really feel like that God is always looking for somebody to trust him at that level. I, I do. I really do. In everything. I think he's just waiting on somebody to trust him at the level that's going to blow other people's minds. And that's, I think that's the part that I'm loving about your journey is that, one, you're always keeping God in it. Two, that you are fearless. Even if it appears to be, you know, a place where you shake it, you just seem to be fearless. Like, I'm just going. I'm all in. And I love that. I absolutely love that. And I think that's uh, a beautiful example, even though you're younger than Nicholas, uh, your cousin, it's a beautiful example of just straining till you see it, you know? And so I don't even like, you know, if Nick says something like, I want to try whatever, you know, we don't go, but we have a family like that. that I must say we're like a house yeah. of dreamers, right? Yeah, that, uh, that like nothing's dream. right. Yeah. Right. What do you want to do? Who's going to the moon? All right. Sounds good. And so, um, but I, I love that. I love that. I love watching you really grind for it and really, really press mm-hmm. for it. What are some of those things that you would say would be some pitfalls that you really need to uh, be mindful of, you know, just in this journey? Um, Like from a business standpoint or from like just a personal just standpoint? Just a personal and business, but well, most certainly a personal. Yeah, most. But well, business, the quick, you know, the quick things are like, you got to do do your research. You know, we did a lot of research, looked up a lot of people. Um, you know, there's a lot of fakes out there for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to know who, who you're talking to and when you do what you want. When you when you find out what you want to do, you got to really, you know, just, I would say just do your research. And then um, personally, you got to, um, you really got to be consistent and disciplined. And mm-hmm. there's this, there's this, there's this, this is misconception, mm-hmm. I would say, like, I use the, the, the um, example of meditating because meditation, people think meditation is, is going into complete to achieve like perfect. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm in myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm per- oh, right. Feel- right. But it's really just the, the exercise of your mind's wandering. Now focus it on this. Right. Your mind's wandering. Focus it on this. Right. And it's never going to be, I'm perfectly focused on this. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. keep your brains and muscle. You're just mm-hmm. working it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you do it, there's no need to be perfect in everything you do. Right. You know, they say strive for perfection, but it's all just repetition. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you got to you know, accept the things you can't change and the, you know, the power to change the things I can't, you know, the courage to change the things I can't. Right. Yeah. I know. Like, like really sports is really just helping with that. You know, 
right. I'm very competitive, you know, because mm-hmm. of sports. So mm-hmm. whenever I saw, like, because when I came to California, the competition is so different. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the classes you take in Houston and Austin are not going to be the same classes they're giving in California. They're, they're, like, like how? Oh, yeah. is that commercial class? No. Okay. <laughs> no. That's, right. that's my phone. I'm sorry. I'll put that on the side. Right. It's okay. Yeah. Like, like, what's the difference? Like, it's um, a charter? Well, it's, it's just that it's more competitive. You know, mm-hmm. I would say the, the classes I'm in are very, um, they, they're very personalized on you, but you can see, I see, I'm in class with some of my best friends. I have, my best friend was on a, a show on Amazon, long running show called Gordon McGivens. He's won a few inter- young entertainer of the year awards. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Great, great guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I came in and I saw him, he was, he was like, I'm like, that's where I need to get to. And, right. you know, once I started. I love class, that. You, you know, didn't see it and go. Oh Lord, I'm in the wrong room. Yeah, so I, go and, like, I see that, and that's where I want to go. Yeah, that's 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 the next level. And my other friend, yeah. she um, she's on Fuller House, one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. You know, she um, those two, I was like, and even a lot of the other people in my class, mm-hmm. I'm like, they're on another level. I'm gonna get there soon. How did you get to a place where you didn't say, um, it's too big for me? I never thought, I, I I don't know, I just never thought anything was impossible. You know. Mm-hmm. I never, like, I played football, and I'm not the biggest and strongest guy, but no, I was you're, like, you're not the biggest, if, you're tall. <laughs> if they can do it, right. so can so I. Can I. Wow. If somebody's doing it, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my dad, he taught me that, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not a matter of, like, of, like, all oh, these people are better than me. It's a matter of, well, I got to get as good as this person. Well, I know, like, there are a lot of people that get into the room, and they see talent, or they see someone with the gift that's, like, they're operating on another mm-hmm. level, even though they haven't put in the time yet and, you know, the gift just hasn't unfolded yet, they'll walk into the room and they dwarf. Yeah. They just shrink up. Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, a few times. You know, when you when you first start, especially at a younger age, I mean, like, not in auditions, but there were some times where I was like, like, my, my, my talent was very raw and people had yet to mold it. Mm-hmm. But I was very, I was always teachable. Mm-hmm. So it was like, like, my dad, my dad always taught me, he's like, he's like, make sure you listen and take in and adjust. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, you can do anything. Yeah. Because people will teach you. Pliable. Yeah. You always yeah. got to, you know, even the best actors, mm-hmm. even the greatest ones are always are still going to class and they're still with coaches. Right. They still remain um, easily taught. Right. So when you get to those places, you just got to make sure you, you can intake what they're mm-hmm. saying. You know, a lot of people think, uh, like, you know, the talent, talent is only half the battle. Right. You know, work will always outdo talent any mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And um, I always went, like, I always, you know, I know I had talent, but it was like, it's hard making yourself work. It's right. not easy. Right. It's not. I right. can tell you that right now. It's not easy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I got, I, just recently, you know, for the kind of, just for the kind of thing, like the level, I'm think, I, what I think when I do stuff. I got an audition for this role, and it was like, the character had to be able to play guitar. And, um, and, um. I auditioned for the role, great tape. I got a call back. They, I didn't know how to play guitar. I didn't get the role. Since then, I've spent about two or three months learning to play guitar. And I can play chords and songs now. Stop. Just so next time I go to an audition where I have to play guitar, right. I can say yes. You know? Wow. Don't ever, I, I, I didn't want to be able to have to, have to say no. You've no. got to give yourself every advantage Man, that you can. Is like, uh, oh, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, yeah. um, there were some people that were part of ministry with me, and they needed something that I did not have. I just did, I didn't know how to teach it. I didn't even know how to help them on that level. So what I had to do is I had to forward them to another ministry because I knew that ministry knew how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I remember going in my closet, and I was praying, and I told the Lord, I said, never again. That won't happen. Yeah. That, that won't happen. You won't have someone sitting in my house that I don't have the ability to be able to help them to get to the next level. Right. And so, I mean, you know, and, and there'll be those times. So it kind of yeah. like, like I did not get the role, uh-huh. you know, I mean, um, but I, I started taking the steps so that mm-hmm. that question can be answered. Right. That can be resolved. Not a lot of people are willing to do yeah. that. Yeah. And it's scary. It's scary. Stuff. Or not so much scary, but. It's well, hard it's forcing scary. yourself. It's, it's like, like forcing, forcing yourself to go to and work out in the morning. Right. Nobody you know you can do it. it. Everybody wants to be at the. Everybody wants to be yeah. at the place. Everybody right. wants to be fit. Everybody wants to be in shape, but nobody wants to make themselves work out. Burgers. Like, like I'm an in shape guy, <laughs> but like when I wake up at five o'clock in the morning, my first thing is, oh boy, I can't wait to make my body feel pain today. Right. I can't wait to do that right now. Right. It's like if I could, if I could eat a water burger every day and sleep and be in super shape, I would do it. But you can't. 
I can't. Okay, I was thinking, like, right. trying to put that. My metabolism fast, too, but <laughs> yeah, fast. I don't need to be forever. <laughs> I got, to, I got right. to California. I figured out the boys is eating kale chips. No. Oh, my gosh. It's kale chips. so healthy out there. My mom yeah. cooked kale. Oh, I remember. She cooked kale for me one day. I looked at I gotta, eat it. I gotta eat it. Did my my peers eat it? I gotta eat it. You know. Oh, wow, wow. There was one thing uh, that I was I was really expecting you to say, which is um, something that I've seen you do, is stay true to yourself. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's you know I'm, I never I never waver on my morals. I never waver on my faith. I've had I've had I've had plenty of people, plenty of peers, plenty of friends. Yeah. Who have you know talked about it, but I. I know where I am. I know where I need to be. I know what's helped me so far. Mm-hmm. You know, God's yet to fail me. Right. You know, and he never will. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't need to waver. Mm-mm. No. Always I was so, that was like one of those moments, you know, like just truly a defining moment. You were shooting. I don't even know where it was. You were I think shooting, it was Kook. Like on the beach. Yeah, it was Kook. Yeah. And so, which is also another, what is it? What was that like? A, um, that's an independent film that will be going to festivals and coming out soon. Really? With, um. A lot of great actors, Peter Stormer, mm-hmm. um, Percy Haynes White, who is in um, Gifted, mm-hmm. um, the, that uh, an X-Men show on Fox, and um, you know a lot of other great young actors, which will be coming out soon, and I can't wait wow. to see it. I've I've seen it. I've seen uh-huh. some of the cuts of it. Oh, let's back up. In Gifted, mm-hmm. and some of the little girl. Oh, little boy. The little boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Right. And and one of the kids from um, that Wes Anderson movie. One with the yeah right um um something by the sea. Let me just make up some. No, was, oh, okay. Something by the sea. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it, it, one of the it was a movie with the, the scouts. It was that one. Right? Okay, he was, I he was I, in that. <laughs> okay, he was in that. Um, you were also you were with the gentleman that was young young guy that was in the movie uh, when you were being coached in Houston. He was oh Jimmy Canterbury. Yeah, it? he was in um. Was it Sign? No, it wasn't. No, it was the no, the happening. The happening. Yeah, yeah, or knowing one of the two. The knowing. The one with Nicholas Cage. That's right. He was in. Not the Matt Damon. He was, right. Or Mark Wahlberg. He was, yeah. he was in with Nicholas Cage. With Nicholas Cage, yeah. So you have been surrounded yeah. by great actors, and you are, I mean, really just kind of moving forward. But it was in that one movie, and i got to make this quick, that when you were filming and your faith was challenged, mm-hmm. you stood. Yeah. You stood. Hey, look, it's time for another break, believe it or not. We're going to go ahead and take it, and we'll be right back. You've been listening to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, your host. Never had it so good. 101.1 is proud to have talk radio on their platform. Like Pastor Regina Johnson, Refresh Radio, James Deshaies, Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, Daquan King, Revive Radio, Warren Sally with Man Cave Radio, Sky Wonders with Unmuted, Your Voice Matters, Wake Up Call Radio with Pastors Warren and Annie Sally, Peace Within Radio with Henry Washington, The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams, Dig Radio with Pastor Annette Watson, Crazy Sports Mom with Doresa Anderson, Been There, Done That with Cindy Smith, Pave your way to success with Rudy and Michelle Govan. Spiritually reincarnated with Gilbert Sines. In times like these with Benita Coney. Sports Talk Atlanta with Matt D and Travis McGee. Sports Talk Carolina with Andre White and Neek Emerson. Sports Talk Money Podcast with Elliot Johnson. Power 803 with Reverend John Robinson. Totally Healed Radio with Angel Anderson. Bless This House Gospel House with Bishop Timothy Henderson. And It's a Way Out and a Way to Stay Out with Marlon Reed. I'm talking about absolutely the best talk show host in the country right here on Never Had It So Good 101.1, the world's radio station. Thank you. 
Shade. 
did that. Pricked with the fear, so I disappeared. And then dropped to the ground like a miscatch. But I, I'm done with that. You can tell them all that I'm done with that. No more backing down into the background. That's not because I put them old habits down, uh huh. I follow the leader, and where he may take me may make me a leader. It's wrote on the wall, all you need to is read it. Can't be a lay duck in this door with the ego. So I'm crossing that line. Tell them all, dog, that I lost too much time. Ain't standing in this place because I got to win a race, and I'm running for a crown. Can't back it down, nah. back to refresh if you have not been listening to the show you have missed a great show for today so what I'm going to encourage you to do is go back and download and listen to it I'm meeting today with one of my favorite actors Jonathan Davis also my nephew who is doing big things boy I'm just going to say big things grammatically incorrect most things but big things that's the best way to explain it in Houston yeah right (laughs) right um who has um, well movies and shows that you've been a part of is Deliverance Creek and uh, Revolution on NBC. Um, you were molded for no, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> you modeled, um, did some things for Nike and uh, and Adidas when you were younger. You started acting when you were eight years old. Um, but we were talking before um, during the break about the movie that you were in. How long ago was that? The baseline. Um, I just finished shooting that. Just finished shooting Baseline. And some of the people that were part of it. Um, the director is Nate Parker, who, okay. if you don't know who that is, he was in Red Tails, um, The Great Debaters with Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah, he directed, oh I love him. Yeah, he directed um, um, Birth of a Nation. Really? He directed that. Wow. So, yeah, he's a very, very great director. Super, so, so fun to work with. Wow. He Amazing. was that very charismatic person. Oh, yeah. Great he's debater. like that in real life. <laughs> He's like that in real life. Oh, yeah. He's oh, nice. Wow. Super nice guy. Um, it has um, uh, King in it, um, Jared Ellis from uh, from the All Eyes on Me, the Tupac mm-hmm. movie. He's mm-hmm. in it. Um, and a lot of other actors from The Wire. It's, wow. it's, um, it's a great, it was great working on that project. Uh, uh, it was a, it's a basketball project about this kid who, um, who's, you know, D1. Mm-hmm. Found junior from high school, like six six four point guard. Wow! And I'm I'm, I'm his teammate. His oh, I'm sorry, going. Yeah, that that wasn't you, right? No, no, uh, I'm, I'm his teammate, best friend, Lavar. Okay. And um, it's like just a lot of drama that ensues with him and his brother, uh, Reese. Okay. Who um, who was a college? Who could have been a college star? But oh you know, wow, the same. He didn't. Yeah. So we don't want to give it up. We don't want to give it up like that. So you know, yeah, it's kind of they're kind of married. And that should be coming out online very soon. And wow. It was a joy working with all those people and shooting that. I bet. And, and uh, balling up with them. When it had a, wow. I, I, you know, I've been playing basketball, but not seriously until I got that role. And, um, That's funny. I'm glad you said that. So we see movies and these people are skating or running or playing basketball. They're really doing that. Uh, Jared was a really good basketball player. Really? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll take him any day. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, I'll cross him up, give him a little, ah, ah, oh, it up okay. at the rim. But no, okay. he was a great basketball player, and, um, and so was uh, so was Reese. And yeah. it was, and, you know, he um, he came in. We I got, I got this footage of the shot he had, this crazy shot he had to hit. It took him a few times to hit it. Right. This um, almost a half court shot pull up, you know, with a defender yeah. in his face. He had to hit it. Wow. You know, all in one motion, one shot. See, we always think like, okay, that was like some stunt. Like a real basketball player shows up, takes, does the shot, <laughs> um, steps off. You see this commercial with Michael Jordan and his, and his mother, and no. she was showing him how to shoot. No. And they cut to this black man, dark skin, black man with a beard, dunking the ball. She said, no. I'll be with some Razzle Dallas. Right. And I cut to this dark skin, black man. <laughs> now, why is Julius Irving in right. the right. That's it. Oh, wow. It was, yeah. well, that's what we think, you know? Yeah. You think it's that. You know, you see him like they go into this big, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's like somebody else steps in. But, yeah. you know, we hear that they say that a lot, do their own stunts or whatever. 
Yeah, stuff but like that, especially. A lot in of in my mind, train. I'm thinking, yeah, right. A lot of people train. Somebody in. Sometimes they'll have people um, come in, but most mm-hmm. times it's those actors who have, you know, kind of put the work in and trained. Right, like what you were talking doing. about, playing the guitar. Exactly, you know. Wow. You know, make yourself, you know, make give yourself the ability to do all the roles you want to do. Wow, so, wow. Okay, so uh, that when you were in baseline, you just finished that, but you also did Coop. Right. Which, um, the same uh, person that... Uh, shot or directed, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Directed your last one? No, 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 different one? people. Okay, it was? Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know why I thought it was the same one. Different. Um, okay, so what's something about Coop? Um, directed, well, again, directed by Bill Keeley, phenomenal mm-hmm. director, very laid back. He did a lot of, um, he did a lot of stuff for uh, skate shots, and he started moving into more, um, more, more, more film stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's uh, just, he knows, and he's a surfer too, so he knows, and this is a movie, I'll, I'll go ahead and give a brief synopsis of the plot, this kid, um, Percy, uh, Percy plays this kid named Minnesota, who moves to um, beautiful beaches in California, mm-hmm. from like Detroit, and... Um, that's you? Hmm. No, 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 no oh, that's okay. Percy, he's played by Percy, oh, okay. uh, but, and he moves, and, uh, and he joins these, he joins the, you know, trying to, he's really just coming of age story, trying to find his place in the world, uh-huh. in this new world, and he... Um, he joins the junior lifeguards, and you know I play one of the cool kids on the on the squad, kind of the big brother, if you would say. Oh, everybody, okay. I give advice to Minnesota, teach him how to surf. Um, you taught him how to surf. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Did you know how to surf? Did you surf at all in Texas? They asked me, did you, do you know how to surf? Like, oh yeah. No. Yeah, I can uh, surf. No, I how did there, you pull did you that off? I got out there that day. They they took us all out. Me, Percy, everybody. Took us out to the uh, to the beach, right? And, and the kid, the, the main girl. There's sharks in the water. Let me tell you what happened. So we were so we were out there shooting, and um, Charlotte, who plays the main love interest girl in the movie, um, she's a professional surfer, and so is Hudson, who plays my best friend Terrence. He's okay. also and you know one of the one of the main kids in the movie. He uh, he's also a professional surfer. So we get out there, and we're in like past the, the safety buoys, right? Past all that. We're doing scenes in deep water, and like it's freezing. I hate it. Tyler, can you even swim? I can swim. Okay, I'm just checking. Yeah, I can swim. Okay. It's ocean swimming, so it's different. <laughs> so yeah, we did a lot of swimming in that movie. Right. But we get back, and Charlotte, we were making jokes like my dad was like, "How oh, you didn't buy a shark in that?" And then Charlotte goes, "Oh, sharks swim under you all the time. You probably swam under a shark while we were out there." I'm like, "Don't tell me that." Don't tell me that. I'm not getting that water again. You crazy? <laughs> oh, that's crazy. No. I know sharks in the water. What? Yes. Tripping. Yeah. We were out there and we saw a family of dolphins swim right past us. They yeah. come up to the boat. They didn't. Yeah. They were like baby dolphins. They were like right. Like if I'm, well, I guess they can't see, but like they were really close. Maybe about 20 feet at the most. Oh. And um. Well, that happens here though. That yeah. happens here. We, oh, yeah. we were out in the water in Padre, mm-hmm. and like they're there, which makes you feel safe. Because you know you the know sharks aren't around. But you don't know if that's that's a day to be like y'all but, on your own. Oh <laughs> right, hey, I'm like going, oh my goodness, but I was afraid because I didn't know that's what it was. Yeah, I thought it was you a shark. That dorsal fin. Yeah, like, and you know your you know, your uncle Joe, he's you know just a different kind of guy. Right, you know he can. Yeah, so he sees dorsal fins and take off, swimming in the direction of where it is. I'm thinking, oh lord, it's a shark. Yeah, it's gonna eat him up. But anyway, so uh, I kind of I digress. Let's get back in it. And so anyway, so you were in Coop. Yeah. And then um let's see the Edge of the World was the last one which you just did. Um yeah. Edge of the World just for me. Okay, that one yeah. just that was yeah, the one just I just saw. Just yeah, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking we're looking forward to seeing uh these uh, these shows that as they come forth. You know, I, like I said before, when I watched Deliverance Creek, it just kind of, it really was it, it brought it home. Yeah. That this is real. This is just what you see this one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We have a link, so I'm, I'm yeah. ready to kind of plug in and see what that's going to be about. I am super. I know I've already said it before, probably like a dozen times since you've been home, but I'm so proud of you, and I'm proud of the fact that you um, you had enough moxie to go ahead and just, you know, really push forward and to go after the thing. Very few people have that, mm, what it takes, you know, to go after their dreams, and so it is it's absolutely amazing uh, to watch you do that. The other part that really just um, is it, it speaks volumes about the man that you are, that you are retaining, you know, who you really are. You're being true to yourself. And I think that that's 
more important, no matter what you're doing, um, whether you're in television or medicine or just, you know, whatever, you know, just to be true to who you really are. And there'll be a lot of people that cross your path that want you to become something other than who you are. And when we start to do that, that's when things began to unravel. And before you know it, we can't even find ourselves. And uh, you see that in adults. You're a little bit of this and you're a little bit of that and a little bit of this and a little bit of that where people have input their opinions and views. And uh, after a while, you lose your way. So uh, I just want to encourage you to keep on doing exactly what you're doing, you know, and not uh, be true to yourself. As you get older, it becomes a little more difficult. But I think because you've set a foundation for yourself right. that, um, that 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 you'll be great. What were you going to say? Well, I was just, you know, going off of what you said, you know, people coming to you. It's just about being able to, um, when you when people give you information, you just got to know whether or not that impacts you as a person. And if it, if it impacts you positively and you take it in, you assess it, mm-hmm. you see does it impact you positively, does it put you on the path you want to go on? Mm-hmm. And if it does, you, you, you keep it and you use it and it builds you and if it doesn't you let it go you know people have told me a lot of stuff over the years and people have told me a lot of positive things and a lot of negative things and if they end it and I know I am the way that I, I am today is because I let the positive stick and I let the negative roll off yeah yeah so we have like five minutes left um what is it what are what and that's a very important point that you just made but okay we have some parents listening some some kid listening, teen listening. Mm-hmm. What is that hard thing that you like to share about your journey? Um, it's been an, it's been an amazing journey. First off, the highs and the lows. Um, it it makes me appreciate. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm away from Mike. It um it makes me appreciate. You know how far I've come. Um, you know if you, I would say if you're looking forward to get into it, enjoy. You know every moment, and it's not like, and I can promise you it wasn't as straightforward as, you know, we've made it sound. There have been many, like, days where my parents have, like, asked me if I even wanted to do it anymore. And it's not that, and it's not that I didn't. It's just that it's so much, and it burns you out so much, you have to kind of step back from yourself for a second. You know, you have to, you got to be able to, uh, you got to know when you need to push and when you need to kind of step back, let yourself breathe, um, and assess where you are. Be aware, uh, you know, hyper awareness. Be aware of where you are as a person, mentally, you know, mm-hmm. physically, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I do. And there's nothing wrong with taking a step back for a moment. Oh, yeah. I do just for a moment. Every day, I do two things. Yeah. I wake up and I do these things called morning pages. Mm-hmm. And I basically, I don't, I don't think about what I'm writing. I don't, um, I don't, you know, plan it. I wake up and I just let my consciousness write to see where I am. To see what, like, what's unconscious, what's in me. Mm-hmm. And I just write and I write and I write for about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean anything. Sometimes it'll just be like waffles, waffles, waffles. But it just, it's very healthy. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I do is I look at um, like what kind of needs. Like how do I fulfill my needs? If I'm hungry, what do I do? Do I get it? What kind of food do I do? Do I get pizza? Um, if I'm angry, why am I angry? Right. You know, and I realized, and I realized, you know, a lot of the reason I was angry is because I was trying to control the things I have. I had no business trying to control. Right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to control other people. No. You know, I'm not here to even control like my needs. Right. You know, I'm. I'm here to. Um, I gotta. I gotta accept it. You know, once again, accept the things I can't change. Right. You know, once. You know, once. I'm, that made me a lot. It made things like casting directors mm-hmm. a lot easier. Cause I'm. I, I can't get mad at you that I, I'm not able to control what you're doing to me. Right. You know, right. I can't get mad that you don't think I'm right for the part. Right. That's not that's not me. I can't and I can't like even with a relationship, I can't get mad that you're not loving me back because I don't need you to give me love. Right. Love is already inside of me. Right. You know, love is Jesus. Right. I give myself love. You just happen to set it off. In me. Right. And once you find what sets it off in you, you can give yourself love no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. Preach, preach. I'm about to bust out crying right here. Right. Thank you. You know, there's a very, there's a misconception that people give us love, you know, a misconception right. that we have to find somebody else to right. give us love, that we have to go to somebody else to give us love. You know, it's it. because the word says that God is love. Exactly. And so if, if he, God is inside of you, inside you of me, are love. Then I am love. Mm-hmm. Boy, you better high five me on that one. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. well, Jonathan, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm proud. I mean, like, I'm a God kind of proud. And it's like, it is, it's possible. It is possible. 
I hope today, for those of you that are listening to the show, that it was equally as great a blessing to you as it was to me. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys to plug in. Uh, if you didn't get all this, go back and you know grab hold of the link, share it, uh, so that others who are dreaming and uh, believing and moving forward towards that thing that not everybody's going in the direction of, and you'll be able to see it, uh, obtain it, and know what to do with it when you get it. Some great information from a little 18-year-old <laughs> speaking words of wisdom like a 38-year-old. Uh, we just love you, and, and we're proud and shoot and and. And I almost said, like my friends are shoot dog, uh, proud of you. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Cook all over that. Um, and guys, join back with us again on next week. You've been listening to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, your host, same back time, same back channel. Next <laughs> week. Love you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.